0: Superman Podcast Network is dedicated to covering all aspects of the Superman legend, featuring the thrilling adventures of Superman, Golden Age Superman.
2: The Superman Fan Podcast. Superman in the Bronze Age. From Crisis to Crisis, a Superman podcast. The new 52 Adventures of Superman. Superman Forever Radio.
3: I've got a few things to say about Superman. The Carizarl Podcast.
0: The Superman Vidcast.
3: The world's best podcast. And Radio Kale from supermanhomepage.com
0: Join hosts Michael Bradley John Wilson Billy
1: Hogan
3: Charlie Niemeyer Jay David Weeder, Jeffrey Taylor Michael Bailey Scott Gardner Danny Sapp Cameron Stoll I'm Isaac I'm Adam Dave Eunice and co-host Scotty V
0: at supermanpodcastnetwork.com Tonight. Superman's bad. That's me. It's a battle for truth and justice. He was bad. When the Man of Steel returns. Let the games begin. Now, getting down to business. Richard Pryor and Christopher Reeve. Fantastic.
2: Superman 3, next. Greetings, folks! Welcome to episode 77 of Superman and the Bronze Age, the only podcast exclusively looking at the Bronze Age era of Superman. Today, we are continuing coverage of Superman Commentary Month by watching Superman 3. But first... There are a couple of items of business. First off, this episode is sponsored by InStockTrades.com, a mainstay of the collected edition market. InStockTrades has over 13,000 individual trade paperback, graphic novel, and hardcover titles in stock and ready to ship, all at great discounted prices. Most orders ship within 48 hours, and orders over $50 ship for free. Find them on the web at www.instocktrades.com. Secondly, in case you weren't aware, since I forgot to mention it, on episode 76, late last week I released a special episode of this show, episode 76 and a half, featuring the second half of the live, broad, of the live podcast that I recorded with J. David Weeder and Billy Hogan at this year's Superman Celebration of Metropolis. We talked about Superman vs. Wonder Woman special from 1978, and we also talked about some of our experiences during the Celebration. To hear how it all went Please make sure you check out part 1 On episode 74 of Superman Forever Radio At supermanforeverradio.com And also check out part 2 On episode 76.5 At com. We all had a lot of fun And we want to make sure that you guys can check it out So please do that Alright, next up It's time to queue up this bad boy So, pop in your Superman 3 DVD I've got I've done all that already. The menu is all set. I'm past the menu. I've got the movie started and I've got the timer timed at zero, 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 000000. And when I say go, we're going to start the movie. Are you ready? 3, 2, 1, go. There we go. Bum, 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 bum. It doesn't do that, it only did that on Superman Returns, but it's still kind of cool to do that every once in a while. Superman 3 is one of the f- only ones that starts off not with a credit sequence in space. Now if you watched it on ABC, which is where I got the uh, intro to this episode from, they made one for that. What do you think of the hair on that lady? kitchen technician I like that now Superman 3 was released in the United States on June 17th 1983 and in the UK on July 19th 1983 and in Spain on August 1st 1983 why that's I don't know why they have it like that on here but yes Uh, let's see uh, this would have been about a couple months before I turned two, so I did not see this in the theaters, unfortunately. This movie stars Richard Pryor, uh, who was a famous comedian at the time, and apparently the idea was that the script was written with the idea that he would do some ad-libbing, but he ha- he's a big Superman fan, so he didn't want to mess with it. So he just basically acted the script as it was. Uh oh, no longer eligible. this matchbook could possibly say. Huh. Notice the Metropolis phone number was one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Now here we go with the comedy bit. Now, I told you that on TV that they made a a space version similar to the first three mov- or first two movies. Well for this section, all the blurry parts were all the uh credits are supposed to be coming up. That's That just stayed blurry on that part of the screen. The guy with the white hat, he's the guy with the coffee that was at the little lake where Zod and the guys landed. Uh-oh. Uh-oh, it's the penguins. Ten years before the penguin would actually use the penguins. And then as a gag on the phone booth thing, you've got three of them run right after the other. Oh, and you got a penguin on fire. They actually used those back then? That can't be safe. Uh-oh. <laughs> it should be pointed out that Richard Lester was a little bit of a comedy guy. But the setting this up must have been taken forever. I would think that he'd be able to tell the difference between a dog and a blind painter. There's Clark! In a very 19, early 80's suit. He just puts it back down and lets it walk off again. As you do. Oh, <laughs> And he only gets some of the paper. Well, as you do. So that means someone's getting a whole lot of newspaper next time they try. Oh, save the newspaper from going down the hole. Or save the... Yeah. Save the penguin from going down the hole, but then... Oh. That had to hurt. Oh. (laughs) Here you go. Century Bank. Oh I'm sorry, Century Savings Bank. I wonder if this was still in New York? Whoops. Now no cop would have done that, I don't think, in real life. Not shot tried to shoot across the street. And the guy apparently can't get out of the car. Don't you hate it when that happens? It doesn't seem too scared. There we go. The super change. This is one of my favorites. And that little kid with the hat, that's the little baby Superman from Superman One. Not the baby baby, but the little guy who comes out of the rocket and we see his little hooey. Oop, whoop, oop, oop. Superman. Uh, that strip of film is at the Superman Museum in Metropolis. I saw it. I took a picture of it. Now this is the first one I remember seeing on TV. And him flying, the effects were awesome to 8-year-old to me. Because I would have been about 8 when I saw it. There's Jimmy. Jimmy. Now that scene must have been awesome to have filmed. I believe that guy's very British. He looks British. Don't know why. (laughs) And yeah, don't take the bucket off. Just walk around with it on. Screenplay was by David and Leslie Newman. They did the campy version of 1 and 2 that Tom Mankiewicz eventually fixed up. So the fact that they brought them back for this mm, kind of lets you know why it's a little bit, uh, I don't know, campy maybe? There's Lorelei. Oh, Clark saves the day. and Puts the pie in the guy's face. Directed by Richard Lester, who technically had gotten most of Superman 2 done, the theatrical version. You can tell it's 1983 because the guy is freely smoking in the office. That girl next to, oops, that girl next to Richard Pryor almost looked like an older version of the girl that played Lana in Superman 1. Now that's the same scene in front of the Daily Planet that they used in 1 and 2, even in the Richard Pryor, or er, Richard Pryor, Richard Donner cut. Because they didn't go back to the Daily New York Daily News and reset it up as the Daily Planet again. Well, this is basically your only scene of Margot Kidder as Lois in this book, or in this book, in this uh, movie, because she upset people with the stuff she said about switching the directors in Superman Two, so they basically reduce her to a cameo here. Jimmy really looks older here. Oh, look, it's time for Jingo Bingo. High school class reunion is going to be a good story. (laughs) Now he knows he's got to pull more numbers, but he goes and sits back down anyway. Everyone looks at him after he says he's become a Metropolis Sophisticate. And now he's got his the S on his chest. Particle sign in his photographer. So Jimmy gets to go with him. And Lois is going on vacation. That's how they keep her out of the movie. Oh, she's going to Bermuda. Bye, everyone cares. I'm sorry, I don't know if I'd want to see Margot Kidder in a bathing suit. Oh, and then Clark leaves and. <laughs> no one cares. yeah see you later. Wow, look at all that. No idea what that stuff says Now the guy that played Webco plays Webco or. Weber, he's, a uh, the man from UNCLE. And then after this, he kind of becomes a liaison for the A-team. Less than $200 a week. Richard uh Richard Pryor does not look like a guy that could get down and boogie. So basically this is just it's a good thing they mention it, but yeah. It's the plot for Office Space, too. Half a cent? Of course Richard Pryor would come up with a way to take care of that. Now, I wonder what it is that they do all day long. Just program stuff, because it's... It's kind of weird. Then again, that's 1983, so it's hard to tell. This was cutting-edge technology back then. Ooh, and it has a stylus pin too. Ooh! I believe they fixed the sky in this version that I'm watching. Oh, poor clerk! Looks like he's falling asleep. Oh, saved by the big disaster! Go, Big Red! Almost looks like the Daily Planet news copter sitting there. Now the cop here just happens to be the cop, the uh, one of the guys from Mission Control in Superman Two. Jimmy and Clark are stooped down and the cops just watching them. The cop literally just watched Jimmy go in and he doesn't care. He's looking towards Clark as Clark jumps in the back of the police cruiser and emerges as Superman. Now that was a cool change. I love that. They do something similar in Superman 4. It's pretty cool. You know what's cool about this one? That Superman 3 doesn't have any new powers added in. Oh, that fire is pretty rough. Oh, it's you? That's it? Ah, the takeoff and landings of this scene specifically are just amazing. Reeve really had it down by this point. This is also the first Superman movie to get a comic book adaptation due to the deal with Mario Puzo. This one, since this one didn't have anything to do with Puzo, they could do comic adaptations. They did this one and four. Now, most movies, you just have Superman blowing this one out. But everything's flammable, so you gotta be careful, I guess. And We're about to see how Jimmy gets knocked out of this movie. Can't have any of the Metropolis people getting in the way. Although, that is a good vantage point to take pictures from, I suppose. Look at that guys. All that green stuff? Chekhov's gun. smoke Oh. Oh, and a tanker trunk just trunk. Tanker truck just blows up. Don't mind me. Oops. And there goes Jimmy. Good job, Jimmy. Uh oh. Just like Superman 1, of course it was the deleted scene. Christopher Reeve walking through the fire. It looks amazing. Okay, that looks awesome. Oh, the pumps run out of water. Of course, just in time. Apparently Smallville's on the eastern seaboard. I love the takeoff and landings on this one. They we're really getting better with the flying effects by this point too. They could get different angles. All right, here's where they defy physics a little bit. This thing should not be able to be able. He should not be able to pick this up this easily. But Superman's always picking stuff up super easy, so who knows? Oh, now all the green liquid is turning red. This must have looked pretty cool in the theaters. The cool thing about the, uh... comic book adaptation is the way it ends up working. Uh, Kurt Swan ended up doing the art for it. Don't recall who the inker was. But... while he does a couple things to make it look more like the movies, like with Clark's glasses and combing his hair differently when he's Clark. Um, basically, they don't, I guess they didn't ha- really have the likeness license, just the license for the story, so basically everyone looks like they do in a normal Kurt Swan drawn Superman story, and he can do likenesses. Uh well, let's see this is the class of nineteen sixty five kind of putting a date on it, but you know who thought that who really thought that people'd be paying much attention to a Superman movie thirty years later and doing a podcast and commentary about it right Is that the Beatles? you know she was a pretty big superman fan too oh she got divorced Oh, good. They treat the same in Smallville as they do in Metropolis. Lana is everyone's favorite part of this show. Oh, Brad. Was kind of busy because he was also having to—he f- was also having to film the uh, a scene from the Never Say Never Again J- uh, James Bond movie, the unofficial James Bond movie with Sean Connery. He was in that for a little bit. Oh, Clark. Clark is apparently the tallest guy in his class. Boy, you can tell they like each other. Wow. Oh, well, I can't deny it. She was hot back then. Oh, the fruits of Richard Pryor's labors. eighty-five thousand dollars or is that eighty-five million dollars he almost doesn't need to work anymore that sucks Two of them have to clean up that whole mess. I feel like I can talk to you. You can? You know something, Lonnie? Uh, yeah. I always. I always wish that you would. I mean, even back in high school, I remember when you were. Clark's hitting on her. Ooh. This is the first time they've ever called it the Big Apricot. She looks good for a mom. Mentioned something from Superman, too, I think. Oh, Lana likes Clark. Ross Webster. it's okay, time for your massage. Psychic nutritionist. That's the blonde lady from earlier! So basically, this is somewhat like businessman Lex. Well, tell oh, him you know what now. I'm just the eighty five now, oh, uh, goodbye. Keep on
0: paying the fee to salary until he thinks up more ways to shake the money tree. He's bound to step up sooner or later. Why? I don't know. Ooh, that's what they always
2: say in the movies. Oh, say in the movies. He is. He pulls up in a Lamborghini and doesn't even put it in a space. Yeah, complete moron. days when you used to go to a ber- hang out with your friends wearing khakis. Yeah, let Brad, Brad, let, let, let Ricky take care of it. Go, Clark. Stick up for the kid. Oh, well, that was prepped. <laughs> oh! Yeah. How did no one realize that? That makes everyone stop. That makes everybody stop. Awesome. Nice tie. Oh, now he knows he's caught. a shame Richard Pryor didn't do more of his comedy stuff. He probably could have done a really good ad-libbing. I guess this isn't all that terrible of a movie, really, but... That carpeting looks more like sawdust. Would just sit, push him off the side of the. W- out of one of the windows. Yeah, he plays. Ross Webster is played by. Robert Vaughn, who, like I said, is the man from Uncle. He, um. He's very, he plays basically a very similar role in uh, on A-Team. And these days, I see him sometimes on uh, commercials for law firms. And he always sounds like a rich dude. Lex Luthor but it makes perfect sense as we were hitting the 80s the businessman was becoming the supervillain baby sister <laughs> in the fire. I See, in right In a town that's small, right? Is a big suitcase, Lana. Oh, oh! And retro prior just met Superman. <laughs> the music. Wow. Oh, and those suits. Positively groovy. Actually that plaid one, as a little guy, I got a hand me down suit that was pretty close to that actually. Had a blue pants, just flat blue pants, but this reminds me a lot of where I am now except for the fact that I'm in a house. This seems a lot more like Kansas than uh, than what they used in Superman 1. I wonder where they filmed this. <laughs> now, what's interesting <coughs> is that originally... Ilya Salkine had written up a treatment for this, that would have included Brainiac, Mister Mixius Pitalik, and Supergirl, but it was uh, cut, uh, turned down by Warner Brothers. Oh, ew, Clark! Look at the look on her face. <laughs> They are so flirty with each other. It's awesome. Um was It was um anyway, back to uh that treatment I was talking about. It was going to have a more evil version of Maxis Pedelic and a Brainiac who would discover Supergirl the same way that Superman would be fa- was found by the Kents and uh, he'd be basically Supergirl's surrogate father and would eventually fall in love with her but uh she actually would end up falling in love with Superman during the movie which uh you know could probably cause some problems there's a treatment of that online somewhere that was put online in 2007 but um Lana's got away with words. Anyway, yeah, unfortunately, or actually fortunately, I just, I read that once, I don't remember a whole lot about it, but I do remember that it was definitely something that would have been a lot, that um, would have been tough to do with the special effects of the time. Maybe now it would be okay, but yeah, so we almost had a Brainiac. Oh, this is cool. And I never noticed the special effect versus the superhero coming to Clark's ear before. Interesting. Uh, Clark needs to go. Clark's glasses are crooked in this, and it annoys me every time I see him as Clark. Hurry, Clark, hurry! Oh, this is a cool scene transit. A uh, cool. Yeah, there you go. Once again, an awesome takeoff. little Ricky he's about to get killed look at that now you know that was right there that wasn't that's a blue screen That may have damaged that thing for a while. Superman looked like he was mad at him, but I don't think the kid could have seen little Ricky... Another takeoff. I don't know. Something about the takeoffs this time. Interesting how they played that. Sorry, I don't recall, I'm sorry, but the... Are they playing the Smallville music again? Brad's sleeping on the job. to get the giant hat. So Brad's an alcoholic. Very fortunate that Gus knew that. Kentucky Fried Chicken had a licensing agreement. at the same time. Didn't have to fill this more than once. I would have had to be difficult. And yet, easy for the guy playing Brad. Ah, oh, Gus Gorman, always thinking. He could do this drunk. Imagine what he could do, like, completely sober. One, two, awesome. Uh, look at that computer. boy, here we go. I wonder if he could do this today. It wouldn't be near as much fun to watch. That guy's a comedian I've seen somewhere before. Dude, I wouldn't get too excited. (laughs) Stuffs it down his pants as a nice lady walks past. Like he knows what that means. When I was little I didn't understand how networks worked so this confused the heck out of me. Good lord. Ah. <laughs> uh. That's got to be the next morning. Interesting. Has he got a calculator watch on? That's cool. Now, where is this? If it's night in Smallville... This looks like it's supposed to be New York, but it couldn't possibly. Yeah, this part's a little corny. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> wow, it just says hello. Welcome to the satellite. I wonder how he does this if he doesn't know how he's doing it. Now, this part always got me. How can I. A... But you know, this is very comic bookish. A satellite changing the weather. I could see how that would work in comic book physics. Oh there's that lovely couple that won the contest at the Daily Planet. Oh a wedding. Hey that's a tornado forming. Oh we just had a whole bunch of those here in Oklahoma. Looks like there's some file footage in some spots. be nice to have the amount of money it would take to have a ski resort on the roof of your building in the middle of a city. What is it with the hench winches having all that cleavage? I wish Teschmacher showed off a lot of cleavage too. Showed up, huh? I guess <laughs> dust. didn't
0: see the man come from the clouds. <laughs> it was with cake
2: Yeah, he sucks that. interesting way to tell how Superman saved the day, I guess. How do you know? she know what the machine in the men's rooms are like He doesn't look happy. Neither does she. how they have to explain it all. A- any movie could be someone's very first movie. I ain't getting paid enough. Oh, this is, by the way, not something that's possible. You know what's sad is that little image they just showed of the satellite is actually very similar to when they show the GoldenEye satellite in the James Bond GoldenEye movie from about 15 or 12 years later. If they were worried about getting caught before, how come they don't care now? Oh, Clark's back home. Now he has an office he shares with people that, not Lois. Yeah, I can see how that works, but Lana just like Clark more than Superman. It's pretty cool. Ooh, one chunk of green kryptonite. Reminds me of the cel- Superman celebration, except not at all. Cool cake. Now this part does make me think of it, because I could totally see, because this kind of thing happened in Metropolis. You get the mayor talking about Superman, and Superman, you know, standing there quietly Now here's the thing though Most of the people there Are wearing clothes that look like They're about 20 years old That's not true They wear more modern stuff In small towns I'm wondering if Wheat King is real. They got that Wheat King thing all over the place. You sit on
0: plastic
2: Superman's looking at him like, um, okay. Just speech. Almost the it wasn't for this man here. Christopher, certainly is a humble Superman. It's pretty cool. hasn't done anything yet, but he looks like it's. like it's supposed to. It's like, maybe this isn't kryptonite. You could tell Gus is getting, using some more of his money. That jacket's leather. There's a picture in the back of Gus... of... Ross Webster and Muhammad Ali. Just noticed that. Oh, Lana's house looks like a dollhouse. Lana's face is the same look anyone watching this in the theater had of late. Like, excuse me. This is where Superman tries to put his, the moves on Lois, or Lana. this is where he realizes something's wrong okay he's realized something's wrong oh good thing they got the guy out Fantastic landing. Now, if you look at his costume, it's already darkening. The cape is still bright red, but the red on the, s and trunks are already getting darker. So was the blue, I believe. Oh, no, inside, so. <laughs> Gee, this scene couldn't possibly not be in front of the Leaning Tower of Pisa, right? So far, the cape is staying right, but his uniform's getting darker. I don't think I ever noticed that before. Ah, the boots are still bright red. So it's fixed the leaning tower of Pisa. Interesting. Ah oh, the Olympics. costume's getting dark now. It's Probably about as dark as it will be later, just the red cape is kind of make, you know, offsetting it. Uh, no, not quite yet. It's darker, but not as dark. Oh, crap. The look on the face. I wonder what would happen if that actually happened at the real Olympics. Oh, see, she's got to fake it. Oop! She knocked the pillow covering her important book. That's a cool map. No, what's his name? Plays a very good rich person. <laughs> uh she does not like to be interrupted. <sighs> been thinking. This guy, not long ago, was going for unemployment. He figures out, he tries being a computer programmer, and suddenly now he's designing his own computer. Interesting. Also, that he started wearing gold bracelet and gold watch. He's starting to show the money he's getting. Interesting. I wonder if the people downstairs have even noticed that he's not there much anymore. Everything starts pump. Stop pumping. interesting outfits that they keep wearing, especially the, what's her name? The British Reliance. Of course! It's a British ship. They would do that on a British ship. again. All fixed up from Superman 2. Oh, look at her in her Marilyn Monroe. Now, how did she get up there? Alright, now Superman's in his full, darker costume. Including the cape and boots. I don't do that anymore because Lois isn't here. No. From a rush. Ooh. Some of my things with his other head when he's a bad guy. remind me of the uh, of when uh, Matrix became a dark Superman and right after the Eradicator showed up. the costume he/ slash she wore for that was very much based on the very much based on what George Perez wore in the black and white ep- episodes of Adventures of Superman, but the beard and the hair very much based on this. Oh, Superman's busted a hole in our ship. Full stop. He's like, I guess that'll work. And there he goes. There she waits. This scene is a little adult. But after last time, I guess, not so bad, right? After Superman 2, we saw Aftermath. And this is just a preview. he's fully super-powered, and she's just a human. Just thought I'd point that out. Also, she's been reduced to a, uh... She's been reduced to, uh, yeah. Something less than wholesome. Ah, uh, look at that energy crisis. Oh, Punk. Oh, we got a fight on our hands. Sheesh. Oh, damn. Oh they're just cheering them on. During one of the day and at night it's worse. Somebody can make it. But you can't tell me there's no wood. You can't tell me someone's
3: about to get rich on this. Someone's always
2: getting rich. You know, the question though is doesn't this kind of kill the whole Truckers won't can't go anywhere if they don't have oil to move, drive the trucks. So, man, that's really halting the world economy. It's all in Webster's hands. How is that campy? That's actually, wow. I apologize if you can hear me drinking my soda. I get thirsty while I'm talking so much. Um, so this movie came out in 1983, apparently just a month after Return of the Jedi came out, and it was the 12th highest grossing film of 1983 in the U.S., Don't know exactly how that compares to Return of the Jedi, but I'm pretty sure that was probably higher up. Uh, The version shown on ABC had an extra 16 minutes of footage, and like I said, they had the traditional space opening. I just got a text message. That's cool. Oh, Lana's leaving town, and they got to figure out how to make sense of. <laughs> they got to figure out how to put together this thing based on the drawings. Interesting. St. Louis Hotel in Metropolis. Now he's drunk. Now here's the thing, Kryptonian. Alcohol shouldn't affect them. Just saying. Wonder if Picardi got any uh, money. Well, they don't even show the beams coming out of his eyes this time. They may give uh, prior all the comedy, but the whole thing with Superman's pretty dark. Ricky, you're a snot. What's up with the hats? Excuse me, Superman. It's me, Ricky. Ricky from Smallville. Superman Ricky without a last name apparently. Take I wonder what it is that's making him get all nutsy. Maybe it's his consciousness fighting back. Deep depression, maybe? Interesting. Because he hasn't just turned evil. It looks like his conscience is trying to fight back. Yeah, get the heck out of there. If you got Superman yelling at something, run. Oh, some of his hair's coming out of its well combed quaff. Remember we saw in Superman 2 that his hair's that Christopher Reeve had some pretty long hair. coming undone. But Clark's is good. Now, when I was a kid, I thought this was awesome. I've shown this movie to my wife once. She hates this part. She doesn't like Superman going bad, and she doesn't like the fight between the two. Ugh. I'm kind of trying to figure out if they've... Half of each power, or what powers Clark has? Because some powers he seems to have and some he doesn't. I heard this part t- took a long, like several months to shoot.
1: Oh!
2: Oh, not bad. You ever wonder if this is really a physical thing or if this is just all in his mind? Ugh. I oh, calls him Kent. Now, see, here's the thing. If Clark is not the conscience, then what's happening to Superman here? Or if they've already separated, what's, what's going on there? It's probably just the fact that it's Kryptonite doing something to him. You to fly, your Superman's getting a New York accent. Naz chance. Uh, not my version of Southern. Sorry. Okay, so apparently when you go bad, you sound like you're from New York. Yo, man, clock! Now it's a your chance. You are gonna get smushed? You know, technically if this is the same continuity, this would be déjà vu for Clark because and Superman cuz this happened to Clark in an episode of Superboy and he busts out changed the Superboy. Mm-hmm. Oh. And it looks like Clark just lost. Oh, 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 oh. not so fast super dupe oh. I love how he's doing this whole fight in the glasses yeah how superman not notice there it is Unstoppable force meets irresistible object and boom. I'm sorry, immovable. You notice when he's uh, the bad guy, Superman's got a kind of a scowl, scowl type of thing. Not just the frown, but something with the mouth too. Kind of like it's in a, a pout. Ah, oh, poor Clark. how he takes the glasses. He has to smush him again, but he finally thinks that the good side of him is gone. And now he can just be a bad guy. But there's trouble. Oh, Superman can't get away. Time for the bad have to go away. In the good custom again. That wouldn't work. It's okay. I mean, it's a movie. It's a comic book movie, but that would shouldn't work. I'm sorry I'm not as good as Andy Leyland. There you go, carefully get it in there. Little heat vision welding. I love how they do it on this it looks so real with a wave goodbye he takes off expect Superman to recognize it. Well, I guess from the sky he would, but still. I would think the hot air balloon thing would be fun. But I can also see doing it the uh, Gus Gorman way of the donkey. Ah ha ha! I don't believe a man uh taking the tagline from the first one and put turning it on its head, I get it personally, I think that looks like fun. It would be kind of scary, but it looks like fun. I don't think the donkey's going to try to fly, dude. I honestly think they took some of the uh some of the film of him flying straight at the camera from this movie for Superman 4. Sometimes it looks like it Superman was just at the Grand Canyon in Superman once. That's pretty cool. Where did I get? Who would have thought... that thing's huge. It does everything a normal computer can do and a thousand things none of them. Can do. Come on, let's give it a try run. Wait a We've already Soft drink. I think it was a soft drink. The on the right to
3: the and the you uh, twenty nine through seven and start full power on exterior defensive systems. In every place, push the back. You know
2: about that? So, she's smarter than she looks. That actually looks kind of real, him flying through the canyons. Wow, this looks this part looks really good. It looks less, a lot less uh, blue screened, blended well. Now, I should point out, too, apparently there was a video game uh, planned for this movie, for the Atari 5200. But it wasn't release, but um, I'm wondering if the graphics that they use coming up here for the missile stuff is pretty similar to what the game was gonna be like. It would make sense. it uh, looks like he's really flying through the canyon, yep. They do very good blending on this. It's amazing. I wonder if the game would have been trying to hit Superman or trying to dodge the rockets. Now that looks blue screened. I'm thinking it's because of the blue sky. But he's not trying to. they don't have the sky to go by, it's not so bad, it's, a, it's a Cylon, it's a Cylon missile. Now that looks fake. way to do it. <laughs> what in the world? was huge. Ooh, ooh! He would have busted through that rock. He's hard as steel. He would have busted through that rock. Oh well. <laughs> the donkey's following him into the cave. <laughs> Should have made more of that kryptonite if they wanted to stop them. How did he know where they were? <laughs> I don't know you, lady. Wonder if they had made another Superman Returns level movie if that girl could have gotten pregnant oh no they couldn't because Superman Returns disavowed this movie Pretty much forever. He doesn't need to breathe. At least this version doesn't. He's been in space. That's the real stuff, though. Yeah, what's funny... That by this point, oh, I like that by this point, Gus never really was a t- complete bad guy, and even Lorelai isn't a complete bad person, so both of them are worried about Superman dying, Gus a little bit more. go. Gus is here to save the day. I guess after she spent a night with Superman, she doesn't want Superman to die. Makes sense. Now all the lights in the place should go out, right? Some comedy she's glad. I guess she felt probably fell in love with him. oh oh, oh, just when he starts to recover. special effects, sparks, and smoke coming off the thing, too. Wow. I wonder how you filmed that. Superman, super... How did they find out so quick? Saved the oil tanker, and then went to the Grand Canyon. News travels really fast in this movie. Yay, Gus, save the day again! Guess is out for the rest of the scene. What about how Superman got hurt on his arm? Wow, he just gave her a go-to-hell look. Oh, no. When I was little, this scene freaked me out. She gets turned into a robot. Uh, This scared the living daylights out of me. some reason a guy that's been acting longer I think doesn't seem to act near as well as Christopher Reeve does huh dang no danger. <laughs> he doesn't remember you Lorelai of course he's not gonna and this looks more dangerous there you go you ever see the trailer for this they didn't have the special effect for that beam yet so Superman's literally just standing there with his hand up not reflecting anything wow now he's got like almost like Daleks trying to attack him Interesting. Oh, it's pulling him in. <sighs> Wonder if he uses any heat vision to. Oh! Now, see, Superman should be able to bust out. oh it's okay it's that gelatin stuff from before volatile chemical acid once it gets up over 180 degrees it can cause all kinds of havoc remember I don't know what's heating it up right now but it's apparently working Okay, so the sister disappeared. Where's Ross? I don't see Webster. Oh, there goes Lirely. Lirely, whatever. Oh there's a sister. She survives. Somehow. I think that's Superman. everyone can get gas again. Ah, full service gas station. Statistically, it is the safest way to travel. I noticed before how old Christopher Reeve always moves his arm around when they're flying. To help. I guess to kind of help with the balance, maybe? Know, soup's okay. Awesome. You got a pair one of these? Sure, Superman. Sure, Superman. I think they're twins. Wow. all that black around them, the fact that Superman's hair is kind of brownish in this one, it's very evident. (laughs) Superman just got Gus Gorman a job somewhere. Nine or ten miles. Hey, you're Superman? Have you ever seen Superman before? Yeah, i it, it no. Superman <laughs> Shirt rip. This must I wonder if they're in West Virginia? That is a long walk. A Hotel room, cause that looks like a crappy apartment. the walls are all, oh my God, that is a huge ring oh. Clark on his knee. She's got a diamond ring on her finger. I think it is a hotel. Is jealous. Kind uh, of like what kind of like in the comics at this point, Lana's in town. guy's got all those towers of Pizos that aren't leaning. He even changed his shirt. Ah, uh, here we go. He's got to fi- uh, fix. Ah, Superman's going to fix. it. not that nice of him? <laughs> uh, I don't know who this guy is, but he's hilarious. This. Oh, that guy's hilarious. <laughs> oh, you can't not like that. I'm sorry. Alright, here we go. Superman flies out. Got this at all. This is from. A, this is a downer version because you can't see any gray hair. I believe that's the same one they used at the end of Superman 2. Alexander and Ilya Salkind production. Now this would be the last Superman movie to be made by the Salkinds. Um, not long after this, uh, the rights were sold over to Canon Films, and they're the ones that made Superman 4. The Salkinds did, however, uh, keep the rights to be able to make the Superboy TV show, or they got them later. And they also did make the Supergirl movie. The Supergirl movie I'm not covering this time. But I probably will later, some other time. But yes, um, let's see. According to Wikipedia, the total box office domestically, not adjusted for inflation for Superman 3, was 59000 now, fifty nine million nine hundred and fifty thousand uh, six hundred and twenty three dollars. Uh, let's see. Now, there's a lot of criticisms about this movie. Oh. <coughs> Now, I kind of liked it. You know, you, look pat- you can look past some of the stuff if you just want to look. It's a fun little movie. Um, reviews from the film were mixed and, uh, from the fans and mostly negative from the critics. Rotten Tomatoes could only give it a 24% out of 41 reviews. Uh, the summary according to Rotten Tomatoes was when not overusing sight, gags... Slapstick and Richard Pryor Superman 3 resorts to Plot points rehashed from the previous Superman movies Um, Apparently They didn't like uh, A lot of people and critics did not like the Co-starring role for Richard Pryor Who apparently was hired Due to the fact that he Appeared on the Tonight Show and told Johnny Carson how much he liked Superman 2 Apparently that was all he had to do To get in the movie that's right. Um, in fact, uh, the, a lot of the blame was also put on Richard Lester uh, for uh, who was good for comedies, but yeah. Even super, even Christopher Reeve thought that the whole gag with um, Richard Pryor going off the side of a building with skis and a pink tablecloth. was not really that funny. I have to agree. I don't think it was that funny. Apparently, the Smallville stuff was in Calgary, Canada.
1: Hmm.
2: Oh, and I'm sitting here reading this stuff, and I missed it. I don't know who that guy was. Well, that's it for this coverage of Superman 3. I want to thank you all for listening. Uh, come back in two short weeks when we return to looking at some of the Superman comics from the Bronze Age. Thank you, and talk to you all soon. Bye.